Now that's a lot to celebrate. Do you, do you realize when you think about it and watch that over 450 children and youth are coming through the doors of Community Alliance every single week? And what God has entrusted into our care, we never want to take for granted. Jake obviously preached my sermon this morning, but I'm going to preach anyhow. That was a great job, Jake. I sat there and listened to the first service this morning and realized we have so much to celebrate, obviously, within the lives of high school students. But I couldn't help but think, and I want to pray for the folks in the Parkland, Florida area this morning because they're not celebrating. God, it is amazing what you have done. And what you continue to do, what you entrust into our care, the people that come through the doors every single week, we're really grateful. We thank you for using us and allowing us the privilege of being able to see lives literally transformed in front of us, walking through the stage of our nursery to our children's department to our youth department and out and serving you in a variety of ways. I do lift up families and friends and all the people who are involved in Parkland, Florida this morning. They're not celebrating, and I plead with you in the name of Jesus to surround them and so many of these families with your amazing grace and your incredible strength. And would you please provide for them, bring people into their lives they would have never experienced otherwise who will be able to walk with them. You promised that you would walk with us even through the valley of the shadow of death. I'm so delighted to know, Lord, it's not just a verse we memorize as children, but it's true. So walk with them, be their portion, their strength, their grace, provide people into their lives who will as well walk them well beyond the events of this week. Bless every pastor and every church and every youth director in that entire region as they serve you in difficult times. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I'm not a movie goer, but I see a lot at home. I watch them every once in a while when they come out on television. There's an intriguing one that I've noticed over the last couple of weeks that have been advertised that I thought was a great setup for what I want to share with you this morning in these next 15 minutes together. It's a movie entitled The 517 to Paris, and it's directed by, of all people, Clint Eastwood. It's a story of three friends who met in Christian school, and two of them joined the National Guard and the Air Force, and they found themselves in an unusual situation on a high-speed train from Brussels to Paris, France. Shortly after the train entered France, a guy comes from one of the cars of the train intent on a terroristic attack. When he comes through the compartment, all three of the men literally stand up. Instead of running away, run toward as they yell, get him, and they charge him and subdue him. What's fascinating about the film is a couple of the taglines. One that says this, in the face of fear, ordinary people can do the extraordinary. And if you watched any of the TV development out of Parkland, Florida, you saw a high school coach who did that for his students this week. The audience is listening to a story, but what's fascinating about Eastwood's desire is that he tries to help everyone understand that it was all about their faith and how they handled it. One of the unique things in the movie is that he made a decision to use the original characters, the ones who lived out the story, to actually portray themselves in the story. And he also decided to go back further even before the story took place to talk about what led them to run towards danger instead of running away from it. And for those guys, they come up with a unique line and saying this, as you'll see in a moment in the trailer, it's almost as if all of our lives were preparing us 
for this moment of time. Watch a clip of the trailer. Snacks coming at 12 o'clock. Gentlemen. There you go. Thank you. Look at the baby soda, Spencer. Alex, shut the heck up. <laughs> <laughs> us towards something like some greater purpose now i'm not using it to promote movies i'm using it to tell a story to allow us to realize as we look at our lives every single one of us are here for a reason every single one of us are here for a greater purpose than ourselves every single one of us strategically placed by god where you at where you live where you work to be used by god in an extraordinary way Ordinary people being used by an extraordinary God to be a part of what God is doing and changing people's lives forever. When you look at your life, don't you want to make sure that you understand that your life is here for a reason, that you're not just existing, you're a part of something amazing, part of something that makes a difference, a real difference, a genuine difference, a lifelong difference in the lives of people. I got to believe that you and I all want to make our lives count. We want to make what we do matter. We want to know that we understand our ordinary lives. We understand all the gifts that God has given us. We know where we're at. We know where we live. We know what we do. We know where we work. And when we look at all of those things, we find ourselves saying, God, you're incredible how you strategically placed us where we are and what we do in this church, in a church, to make a difference in the lives of people i got to believe that every single one of us want to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. And I want you to know this morning you are. You and I are a part of the church of Jesus Christ. And we have an opportunity through that to serve an extraordinary God, ordinary people, doing the extraordinary through his church. In an article entitled The New Community, it goes like this. The temple of God the body of Christ, the beloved bride, the fellowship of the saints. Every single one of these biblical descriptions are for the unique, organic entity known as the church. The world thinks of it as an institution, and unfortunately, sometimes it looks like one. 
But it's way more than that. It's more than an institution, more than an organization, more than a movement. It is the kingdom of God on earth and the spiritual companion of Jesus. It is Jesus lived out in the body and blood of all the people who serve him in the kingdom of Jesus. That's easy to forget. Sometimes we get into habits, play roles, fulfill responsibilities, and go through the motions. But the gathering of believers, Sunday morning, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, whenever we gather, the gathering of believers is the visible expression of Jesus Christ on earth. And you and I get to be a part of that. Despite all of his flaws, and there are many, the church is the Jesus living out in the world every single day. It is his body. He's the head. We are his body. It's not a metaphor. It is literal. The fruit of the Spirit is expressed primarily in the body of Jesus called his church. The gifts of the Spirit are expressed primarily through and for the body, his church. When Jesus ascended back into heaven after the resurrection, he did not leave this world. His presence is still very visible and very real and can only be experienced in all of its fullness when the church fully understands their ministry and their worship experience and what it's supposed to do and be. Whether we comprehend it or not, the same Jesus who walked the dusty streets of Israel 2,000 years ago is the exact same Jesus who lives in and through us every day of our lives. And when we fully understand the beauty and the responsibility and the wonder of that being a part of the church of Jesus Christ, it's exhilarating. It's exciting. It's something I want to be a part of because I want to know what I do matters. What I'm a part of is real. What I'm a part of makes a difference. The church is not an obligation. It is a holy presence of God. It may look and act unholy at times because it's not perfect. But regardless of all of its shortcomings, it is the spirit of Jesus inhabiting the people of Christ who have the responsibility and the privilege of joining with him to make an eternal difference in the lives of people. For that alone, the church requires the utmost respect, sincere devotion, and every single ounce of passion we can give it. It's not just a group of people we know. It is a group of people Jesus lives in and works through. And you and I, every single one of us who know Christ as our Savior, are a part of that church. In our context here, we have a logo on the front. It says the Community Alliance Church. We're part of a larger denomination called the Christian and Missionary Alliance. God has empowered us to do his work on earth. We share the love of Jesus everywhere we go with people we meet every day of our lives. People that I'll never get a chance to minister to, you do. Every single one of us, regardless of what we call ourselves or the title, are full-time ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We may have another career to help support that. But every single one of us who know Jesus as our Savior are full-time followers of Christ. And we have the opportunity to be ambassadors of Jesus every single day of our lives, wherever he has strategically placed us to live it out. That's something you and I are a part of. That's something to be excited about. In the CNMA alone, there are 2,000 churches in the United States serving well over 437,000 people in 37 different languages and dialects just in the United States. 
We support a team of more than 706 international workers who serve Jesus in 67 countries, 83 languages, in 122,000 churches around the globe. So when someone asks you what kind of church are you a part of, you're a church that is absolutely doing everything it can to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. Did you get the difference? 2,000 CNMA churches in the United States, 122,000 overseas. We're a part of something incredible. We assist a community of believers to demonstrate the love of Jesus to the whole person, not just for a moment in time, but for all eternity. Every four minutes, someone prays to receive Christ through the worldwide reach of Christian Missionary Alliance. Every week, 3,000 new believers are baptized. Every single month, more than 250 churches and church groups are established in this Christian Missionary Alliance family. Every single year, 15,000 students are trained and equipped through 120 Alliance Theological Schools worldwide. We have Alliance churches in Cuba. The Church of Jesus Christ is larger in the Christian and Missionary Alliance in Vietnam than it is in the United States of America. That is incredible what God has asked us to do. We every single day, every single week, every single month, every single year until Jesus comes back, get a chance to literally live out Matthew 28 and Acts 1.8. Take the gospel of Jesus everywhere you go. Let it spill out of you to everyone you meet. Where you are, where you're at now, where you're going next week, next month, next year. Take it here. Take it to where you live, to where you work. Take it to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, ultimately to the ends of the earth. And you and I get to be a part of that. We're living those verses out every single day. We are students at a life conference making a difference in a community that we may only ever get to visit one time. We're people in Florida and Louisiana and Alabama and Texas reaching out to others when hurricanes hit. We're people in New York feeding the hungry and Montana, Utah, and Wyoming taking Jesus to friends and neighbors. We're second generation Hmong who are now taking the gospel of Jesus Christ back to Asia where they came from as missionaries serving under the banner of the Christian Missionary Alliance. We're people in Wisconsin bringing hope to prisoners. We're lumberjacks in Oregon providing wood to needy people. We're ordinary people serving an extraordinary God who are pioneering, creative, sacrificial, energetic, unconventional, courageous, and passionate. We love Jesus, and we want everyone to know the Jesus that we serve. It's who we are. It's what we've always been. That's what we'll continue to be until Jesus returns. Everyone that stood up here this morning agreed to being a part of the family of God here at Community Alliance. They said, we're committed to Jesus. We're committed to each other. We're committed to using our gifts. We're committing to using our resources for the glory of God. Every single one of you, if you claim to know Christ as your Savior, have the exact same responsibility to commit your lives to Him, to give it over, to trust Him with all that He's given us, committed to one another, growing in Jesus, not content to just stay where I'm at, but deepening my walk with God every single day, as Jake shed this morning in this story, sharing the gospel of Jesus with our friends and neighbors everywhere we go. This morning on your way in, you received a, just a small glimpse of some of the things that God is doing here. Heard video stories of our department heads and what God is doing there. And next Sunday, you'll hear another. My hope and my prayer is that you get as excited as I am about what God is doing here at Community Alliance Church and our opportunity to be a part of what God is doing here in this community and around the world. How 
awesome is it of God to ask us to use our gifts, to use our talents, to use our treasures to make a difference in the lives of people now and for all eternity. Much of what you and I do, we may not always see the visible results of that. But there will come a day when we'll stand around the throne of God when we know him as our Savior and we'll have the opportunity to see in an unbelievable scale what God has done through his church. You may not see it now, but I guarantee you, you will see it. And when you get to that point, it will thrill your very soul. My hope is that it thrills and ignites your soul now. There's those moments in time when teams or sports arena gets an opportunity to celebrate an incredible event. Philadelphia Eagles, out of all the years that Super Bowls have been played, they get that one moment in time, that one very moment out of all of those years to stand on that pulpit and celebrate, or that podium and celebrate what they've been able to accomplish. And then it all of a sudden moves on. My wife would agree with the commercial that's been on TV. There are three good days to celebrate in the fall. Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Daytona Day. That's today. We've been watching it all week at our house. And those who celebrate will celebrate for that moment the race of a lifetime. And then all of a sudden, 35 more will take place. And many people will forget what happened on that moment. But what you and I get to be a part of is something that lasts forever. I love the Winter Olympics more than almost anything that I watch in regards to the sports arena because it's all these people who've worked so hard endlessly for hours and sometimes for years on end for one single shining moment in the sun. They come from all walks of life, all kinds of backgrounds. They work for hours and years for that moment in time. Hundreds never get to stand on a podium, podium and never get to hear their national anthem played. But it doesn't stop them from doing their absolute best to represent their country. How much more should we want to celebrate when we represent the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? And for some, their time in the sun lasts for moments and sometimes seconds. And then it's over. And they do it just for that one chance to stand on the podium. The Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 picked up on the same theme. And he said, folks, I get it. I've seen those races. If you're going to be a part of that, you need to know you better race with everything you've got. But only one's going to get the prize. And they're going to get that prize, but it only lasts for a short amount of time. They're going to get a crown or a ribbon or something that will demonstrate what they've done and what they have accomplished. And all of a sudden, life moves on. But you and I get to do something that will last for a lifetime. We get a crown that will last forever. Do everything you possibly can for that crown and for that glory and for his glory. Let me give you just a glimpse of the energy that builds in just all of those events building up just to the Olympics.
but it's a moment in time. We're not doing what we do for our country or a moment in the sun or a stand on the pulpit. We are doing what we do for the King of Kings. The God of the universe asked us to join him in an effort to change the world. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that? This is our time, our chance to be a part of something incredible, something that will last forever. What we do matters for now and eternity. Do you believe that? Then stand and join with us and